This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. Through our dialogue together on this platform, we aim to draw relevancy from the biblical text while bringing clarity to our own religious experience. Now, we are still in the Lenten season, and there's a passage of Scripture that I think we can learn something from. We live very busy lives, but this scripture gives us a lesson that is very important. The scripture comes from Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 1 and 2, begins like this. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. This is the word of the Lord. In the busyness of the lives of the disciples, Jesus' students, Jesus decided to do something very special with them. Again, that we can all learn a lesson from. Jesus took them up a high mountain. He led them up a high mountain by themselves. So let's talk just for a moment about this going up the mountain. Jesus takes his disciples, his students, they were in fact his students, and he leads them on a journey up a mountain. This was a retreat away from their everyday activities. This trip up the mountain was going to be a way for his students to learn something from Jesus and about Jesus, who was their master teacher. Jesus wanted to take them to a place that was away from the distractions and the demands and the busyness of everyday life. We live super busy lives and we all need to take a retreat. Think about it. Have you ever hiked up a mountain? Imagine that. Some people climb mountains as a hobby. And some have a passion for the difficult challenge of of making it to the top. Some people do it as a form of exercise. But Jesus had a different type of exercise in mind. Jesus had a spiritual exercise in mind. Jesus wanted to have his students, his disciples, to come with him on this upward journey, away from it all, to come with him to a place of prayer. I believe his disciples at this point were not fully aware of the power of prayer or fully convinced of who Jesus was. 
But I want to remind us today that the prayer space is where we enter into sacred dialogue with God. And dialogue is a two-way conversation. You speak to God, God hears you, and he will speak to you. God will reveal himself to you in this sacred space. He will also let you know more about yourself and how he sees you, how he cares for you, and how much he loves you and desires to be in a relationship with you daily. So together, Jesus and his disciples, they began to go up this mountain. Imagine that. Imagine ascending the mountain with Jesus. Now, it's safe to assume that they most likely, the disciples, they talked with Jesus and each other along the way up the mountain. I can imagine Jesus asking them questions like, how are you doing? Is there anything bothering you? What is it? Let's talk about it. I believe that the higher they climbed, the more willing they were to open up and talk to Jesus. Eventually they got to the point where they trusted Jesus and didn't hold anything back in secret. So here's a little tip. Don't be secretive when you're talking to Jesus. So imagine if Jesus was here today and asked you, how are you doing? Well, what if he asked you, what do you want me to do for you? What would you say? If he said, do you have any questions for me? What would you ask? What would you say if you had the opportunity to talk to Jesus face to face? And that's what prayer is. It's an opportunity to talk to God about anything. Continuing on, when we see mountain climbers get to the top of the mountain, they are usually exhausted, very tired from the journey, but they celebrate having reached the top. And now they're at the top, they have the the opportunity to see the glorious, majestic, breathtaking, panoramic view from the top of the mountain. Now, I'm sure that when the disciples reached the top of the mountain and looked around in amazement, they saw the cities below. But they were about to see something that was unexpected, something that was really glorious, majestic, breathtaking and life-changing. What they were about to see was something to behold. Jesus began to pray, and the Bible says that 
It was there that he was transfigured before them. His face was shining like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Something different began to happen. Jesus' face changed and his clothing became bright like the light itself. His face was described as shining like the sun. You heard the scripture. This light completely illuminated this sacred mountaintop. It was enough to change the environment. If it was a cloudy day, coming up the mountain, it wasn't cloudy anymore. If it was getting dark, it wasn't dark anymore. And I can also imagine the disciples in awe, in silence, taking back what they were witnessing in this moment. They were seeing Jesus in a different way than they were used to seeing him. They were seeing him in his glory and his divinity. The light that lit up the mountaintop wasn't the sunlight. It was the righteousness of God, the power of God. It was that light that dispels all darkness. So their trip up the mountain took them to a higher place, far away from all the busyness and distractions in their lives. Now, on this mountaintop, they were able to focus in and see Jesus in a way that they had not seen him before. They got to experience Jesus in a different way. His divinity was revealed to them in a supernatural way. They were witnessing something out of the ordinary. They were in the presence of God revealing more of himself to them. Bible story continues on and tells us that just then appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Now, if you're not familiar with the biblical text or or these biblical characters, Moses and Elijah were well-known Old Testament people that were used by God in a prophetic way, speaking truth to power, representing God and delivering the word of the Lord. Now, the disciples knew a lot about these historical figures, the Jewish persons of Moses and Elijah. They had died already. So the disciples were certainly surprised to see them there on this mountaintop talking with Jesus. The disciples also knew something about Jesus, but this event on the mountaintop was taking the little that they knew about Jesus to another level. They were so excited that Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I'll put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. It was so good of an experience that they wanted to stay. I can imagine them wanting to just to stay put in the presence of the Lord 
Moses and Elijah, they wanted to rest there, enjoying this mountaintop experience. But while they are savoring this moment and sharing their ideas and plans with Jesus, God the Father interrupts them. The Bible says that while Peter was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. So we noticed that on this mountaintop, God spoke to them directly. And their response was to be afraid. They went up the mountain and they heard from God. That was the whole idea. Jesus brought them away from the busyness of their lives, separated them from their daily activities that they were consumed with, and he took them to a place of prayer knowing that they would hear from God. So when you go up the mountain to pray and you hear from God, you don't have to be afraid. Jesus didn't bring them up to the mountaintop for them to be afraid. He brought them there so that they could hear the word of the Lord. And so that they could see him in a different way. And as they were laying there shaking in their boots, Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. God told them to listen to Jesus. Not only did he announce, this is my son who I love, but listen to him. When they finally looked up, they saw no one there except Jesus. And here's the part that I like. After all that had just happened, after this divine revelation and this, this great ex mountaintop experience, now it's time to come down from the mountain. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Like we said, Jesus was revealing more about himself to them. Now he said, don't tell anyone until I, basically he's saying, until I have been raised from the dead. Now they just got finished seeing Moses and Elijah who were dead for a long time. And they're there speaking with Jesus. So if there was any doubts about a resurrection or Jesus's coming again after he was crucified, this would have given them hope in understanding. So here's what I take 
away about them coming down from the mountain. Being on the mountain top was good. So good. It was such a great experience that they wanted to stay there. But Jesus also wanted them to return to their everyday lives. And in their everyday lives, they would be able to hold on to, to remember and to think about all they learned from this experience with Jesus. After seeing Jesus in a different way, they were strengthened as they now return to this everyday life. And this is also true for us. Spending time in prayer, reading your Bible, coming to Sunday school is all good because as we engage those activities, our hearts and minds are lifted to God. But we have to return to our normal everyday responsibilities and activities. Please note that Jesus went with them up the mountain and he also came back down the mountain with them. He didn't leave them alone. So let's use Sunday as an example. After church on Sunday in a high spiritual moment, now you find yourself on Monday in the classroom or on the job. This is a good time to remember who you met on the mountain. As you are with your friends and associates during the week, some of them who may not be the greatest influences, remember God the Father. Remember him saying, listen to Jesus. Remember that the same light of God that lit up the mountaintop is within you. And we need to uncover that light. We need that light to be visible in your life, wherever you go, whoever you are with. In our lives, uh, this journey up the mountain is not necessarily a straight line. It's more like a meandering spiral with tangents and digressions and occasional cul-de-sacs. This journey up the mountain is driven by reflection, choices, further reflection, more choices, all the while taking us into a deeper experience with God. Now, I must admit, I've used some rather poetic language here, and, and the reality is that when you look around, you don't see any mountains to climb, and you certainly don't see Jesus in the flesh. So how do we then go up the mountain with Jesus? And I'm glad you asked. For when we pray, let me make it perfectly clear. When we pray, we are going up the mountain away with Jesus. When we read our Bibles, we are going up the mountain with Jesus. When we come to Sunday school class to explore the word of the Lord, we're going up with Jesus. When we continually, faithfully attend church services, we are going up the mountain with Jesus. And when we strive to live a life pleasing to God, 
Again, we are going up the mountain with Jesus. And when we love our neighbor as we love ourselves, we're going up the mountain with Jesus. Again, I say this because in doing all of these things, our hearts and minds are lifted to a place where we get to see Jesus in a different way. We get to hear from God. We get to know a little bit more about who God is to us and who we are to God. And this is why we want to take a retreat and go up the mountain with Jesus to hear the word of the Lord. You have been listening to Faith Talk, and I certainly thank you for being part of our listening community. I would encourage you to visit our website, www.reverendjstuartglover, where you can leave your comments on these episodes, which are certainly open for criticism. On the website, you can also register as a guest on the show and contact me directly by email. I want to thank you again for being part of our listening community. God bless you, and don't forget to go up the mountain with Jesus on a daily basis. God bless you.